to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. In today's episode, Sophie and I will be chatting with Caitlin, who sprinkled her pixie dust over at Primeval World Animal Kingdom and Test Track in Epcot. So, hi, Caitlin. Hi. Oh, we're so happy. Oh, we're so happy to have you back, Caitlin. We loved chatting to you last time all about your Disney magic so thank you for coming back because we have to acknowledge this is a re-recording but it's going to be just as much magic as there was before. Yeah absolutely no worries I'm happy to be here. Amazing I do have to say as well I remember complimenting your accent last time and I'm just such a fan of your accent Caitlin I love absolutely it. love it like it's normally it's, it's normally the Americans saying it about the Brits but I'm just like no Caitlin's accent tops it all so. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Okay, so let's get in the Disney mood with a Disney quick fire. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, what is your favorite park at Walt Disney World? Okay, my favorite park is Epcot. Even though it's under construction right now, it's a little, uh, I still love Epcot a lot. Yeah, it's our it home needs, park, so we yeah, love that. It needs all the love. Like at the moment, I went last February before lockdown and it was so sad seeing it in its current state because it's just like it is a construction site at the moment but it's okay like the fact that it is getting reimagined to what it is eventually going to be and that I mean that was the whole point in Epcot anyway um it's so amazing and I can't wait to see what they bring next I know I'm excited there's so much to do and like the new entrance that they put up with all the flags oh it's so cool it's so cool I'm excited (laughs) and there's so much to drink and eat so that's great as well right exactly (laughs) okay what is your favorite show at Walt Disney World my favorite show. Okay, you guys asked me this last time. I'm pretty sure I said I said Fantasmic, but then I was thinking the Beauty and the Beast show at Hollywood Studios is also super good. I miss it. I haven't seen it in probably over a year. So yeah. Yeah, definitely it, a good one. It doesn't get the love that it needs. I think everyone goes straight to Festival of Fantasy and uh, uh, sorry, Festival of the Lion King in their head. And um, because obviously it's a great show, but Beauty and the Beast yeah. is such a hidden gem. And obviously, yeah. again, it's such a tra- like a tradition of Hollywood studios and such a history piece there. So. Nostalgic. If you go as a child, it's very nostalgic because loads yeah. of kids go and watch that. And even as adults, we all still love it. It's got a piece in our heart. So I like that answer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What is your go-to Disney World drink and snack? Okay. Drink. Definitely the orange slushy in France my yeah. favorite drink ever my go-to snack oh my gosh um anything from starbucks really i don't like the mickey pretzels that much at all i, I like really... i like the ones that are like stuffed with stuff like the cream cheese or whatever but i mean <laughs> those are good those are good but, but, but yeah like, like a standard like... pretzel i'm like it's good for the gram but that's about it you know uh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i just like the starbucks pastries i don't know if i i'm not a big disney snack person I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Last one. If you could work anywhere in the Walt Disney Company, what would you do? Okay. So I want to do like special events at Disney. That's like my dream job, I'd say. So working like the Halloween and Christmas parties, I think from like, like planning it and being behind it would be super fun. I think it would be so freaking cool so (laughs) really good job I like that answer we've not had that before that's a good one very cool very niche but I love it go go grab that dream Caitlin go do it (laughs) (laughs) I hope so too um but now we're in the Disney mood let's get into your Disney journey so tell us where it all began Caitlin where did your love for the company start your love for the parks and why did you initially apply to be on the Disney college program 
So I actually know two people who did it before me. I think they're two years older than me. And I saw them posting about it. And I was like, that's really cool. Because I used to go to Disney every year with my family growing up. We'd take family vacations. We'd go for literally nine days. There were 10 of us. And we'd stay and like do all the all the restaurants, all the parks, just a ton of things. And so I was like, okay, well, I know I really like Disney and I know there's this program, so I'm just going to apply. So then I went down and like all of us do, we fall in love with it and it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. And then I loved it so much that I was like, I really want to go back so bad. So after I did my program in fall of 2017, I went back for summer alumni in summer of 2018. So the following summer I went back because I literally (sighs) could not stay away. (laughs) And so- it just shows though it does become a piece of you like it's so weird as well you were probably there at the same time me and Bradley were and we just never crossed paths it's so weird I know I know there's so many people doing it at once and there's just so many people to meet it's insane it's crazy but to say you did two college programs you have to start at the beginning so where was your first program where were you placed So my first program was an animal kingdom at primeval world. And I also did um, triceratops spin too, because they're like in the same section. So I worked attractions there and it was amazing. I liked it. Even though it was dino land, I was a little bummed at first, but it was just so fun because the people that worked there were awesome. And the costumes were awesome. Everything about it was just like not typical Disney. It's not what you think when you're like, oh, I'm going to work for Disney. So it was kind of different and nice to have the separation, I guess, between like, oh, I'm working at Space Mountain or I'm working at Magic Kingdom. And like, oh, I'm in Animal Kingdom at this place where I'm not going to visit a lot. So it doesn't really yeah. ruin it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Dino Land is a party in itself, isn't it? That's the whole point of it, that it's supposed to be this like carnival theme. So it is, yeah. I can imagine the general vibe is, I mean, it's almost its own pavilion in the sense where it is like, it is just, okay, we're all in this like weird carnival setting that feels a little bit out of place from the rest of the park, but we're rolling with it, you know? Um, I mean, obviously, let's not beat around the bush. Primeval World was not the most popular attraction at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love Primeval yeah. World. I, th- I think it's a great attraction. I'm so sad Uh, is it permanently closed now I think yeah I think it is I think it's permanently closed I went the other day and the cars were all off the track and I'm like that's so sad that's so you know it's such a shame because I think there's I firstly I think Animal Kingdom is a very varied park which is great compared to maybe Epcot where it is very like drink heavy world showcase and you've got a few attractions so for younger ones I remember going to Epcot as a kid and thinking what the hell is this like get me get me Space Mountain don't be wrong as an adult I'm like get me to Epcot first things first but um <laughs> like Animal Kingdom like it, it's a variety of attractions are one of the best things about it for me so for it to lose something like Primeval World I really hope they are gonna put something there that is gonna that is gonna go well in its place even though people didn't really like it but what was it like working on primeval well it i i liked it a lot it was a lot of like repetitive which was kind of different than test track because test track has a lot of different positions but at primeval world there's only like three or four and so most of the time you're just like doing the same thing over and over and over again but it was cool because since not a lot of people came to ride the ride the people that did ride rode over and over and over again which is something you don't get at the parks at all like you know you wait for 30 minutes to ride something and you have to you're not going to go back and wait another 30 minutes so it's like the guests that would come on would be the same people so you kind of get to interact with them more and like have fun with them and like oh do you want to ride in this color car do you want to ride in this so it was fun to, to do that and like deal with that but also I talked about last time we had um, we have a 48 inch height requirement at primeval world so not a lot of kids met that height requirement and you know you see the bright colors of primeval world and you're like that's a kid ride like my kid's yeah. gonna go and put this ride in animal kingdom and they can't 
And so we'd give out little game tickets and they could go play the games by um, like in Dino Land and they could win a little dinosaur like stuffed animal and it'd make them super happy. And that's something we did not get to do a test track at all. So I think it was really cool just having guest interaction, but also the people that worked there, I'm sure you guys could relate. Like the people that worked there really made it like worthwhile, even though it was kind of like a horrible place to be placed. Or I thought so at first, like being with people who were in the same boat, same position, just made it so worth it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we move on to your second program as well, Caitlin, I want to ask about um, nausea when it comes to that attraction as well, because I know going on it with my friends and family while I was in my program and while I've been on vacation, people will avoid it because it is a spinny ride. I'm guessing that was quite a big problem or was it, is it just in my head that that would be the case? I'd, I'd say that being nauseous was a big problem, but the bigger problem were people getting feet like at the break zone people would fly and like hit their head or their shoulder or their back or or that people would fall out uh, like because it's a consistently moving like platform Mm -hmm. people would fall out of the of the ride like when they get they get off so that was a bigger issue like people getting beat around and saying it was too rough more than them being nauseous and spinning people who don't want to get nauseous they're like okay I'm just not gonna ride it at all yeah but then people who go on it and get beat to death you definitely about that a lot it's kind of like whiplash I always go I really enjoyed this ride this ride's been great but now I can't see straight and I've got multiple bruises but here we go (laughs) move on but I want to ask before we move on can you tell us about a guest experience you had at primeval world yeah okay so this is my favorite guest experience so I like I was talking about the little game tickets there was this little kid he was so cute he couldn't ride the ride he was too short and so I was like okay well here's a game ticket you know go play and like win a dinosaur so he wins one he comes back to me he's like can I have another ticket and I'm like I'm like I'll give you one so I give him another ticket he goes and he comes back he has just armfuls of like dinosaur stuffed animals and he's like look at all of these that I won but this one this one's for you and like gives it to me it's this little (laughs) dinosaur and I still have it in my room at home it was just the sweetest thing like knowing you get to make like a little kid's day and he probably has like the dinosaurs at home he's just thinking about primeval world I think it's cute it was so fun just to be able to do that love it yeah like that are so cute and you'll never forget that like everyone every cast member I think has that story that stays in them and like those things you look at each day and going I made magic for that person I've got physical proof that I made magic for that person yeah and it's just so awesome like especially when I grew up going to Disney and having those things done for me for like somebody like to do it to somebody else it's just Mm -hmm. it's awesome incredible oh amazing well to move on to your second Disney program firstly I mean, it's probably a given as to why you went back because we all just can't get enough. But what was the reason for going back on the second program and what was that experience like for you? So I really wanted to go back just because all of my friends were still down there kind of. And I'm in, like, I was in school. So I was like, okay, I'll come back. I'll do like my spring semester at school and I'll go during the summer. I won't miss any more school like I did for the first program and things will be fine. So I went back, I did the regular application, all of that stuff. And then I found out I got placed at Test Track, which was awesome because Epcot's a different park. I didn't have to be in Animal Kingdom anymore, which I don't really like Animal Kingdom that much. So getting to go to a different park was awesome. (laughs) And I don't know, I just... I knew I want like wanted to move back to Florida regardless like after I graduated anyway so I was like okay I'll go back for this summer I'll get my little Disney fix in and then I'll go back to school and I'll be okay so 
Amazing. And I mean, Test Track, as much as Primeval World is an attraction in itself, the, the foot traffic of Test Track is probably one of the most popular attractions on property, um, along with being Epcot's longest roller coaster, I want to say currently anyway. Um, so it's, it's, it's a very big attraction in comparison, basically, isn't it? And I imagine that as much as there are operations and attractions training that are very similar, I imagine the intensity of being on a ride health and safety wise, like test track is way more intense, right? Yeah, I would say the safety aspect is kind of the same for both of them because Primeval World was kind of falling apart. So they're like, safety, you have to be on this, you have to be on this, like, but test track had a lot more to just know and to memorize, like, where doors are like primeval world doesn't have doors primeval world is in a building so there's just a ton of things that you have to memorize like break zones and have a reset a car because the car is separate from the actual track like the car is a mind of its own like an entity of its own so you have to know how to do the um like the car with the track and also at test track they wouldn't let you hold the tower position which is like the position where you watch over like all the cameras and stuff until after you were there for six months and did different training for that so I never got to do that because it was so much more training just to do that as opposed to primeval world where everybody could do tower wow test track is just like something in itself like obviously it must have issues because of weather we see it all the time when you work at epcot it goes down constantly you check my disney experience you're like damn it's down again because it's outside so what kind of happens in that situation when you guys are working in attractions with weather constraints so it would happen especially since i worked in the summer it would happen every day because it rains in florida literally every day so when we knew that weather was coming we would do our best and try to cycle out the ride and like get everybody that's in the line on and off but a lot of the times we would just shut down because there'd just be random thunderstorms so what we would do we'd play games with the guests I colored with guests like little kids I played cars like the little like sliding cars across the pavement hula hoops just a ton of different games it was honestly kind of fun especially when we'd be down all day long like if it rained all day we'd just sit and play games with the guests and like design cars on the little screens it was just cool to do something different I guess besides just operating the ride all day I was just gonna say it kind of makes me wish that for the sake of that last part of test track that does go outside that they just made a cover over the rest of the attraction because as much as it is cool to like branch outside and the doors open it's like oh my god i'm outside now is it really necessary for an attraction as big as test track in a park like epcot that hasn't got that many rides as other parks do um i don't know that could be something and that see Disney- back, like i don't know obviously if you're a cast member you know what you're seeing of test track is backstage and i think guests know that as well but guests i don't think as a guest i would personally go pay attention yeah that's that girl in a mexican costume yeah. wow <laughs> yeah. like there's the frozen people there like you don't think that when you're a guest but when you're a cast member and you go on this ride you're like what can I spot what can I see because we're twisted we like to ruin the magic for ourselves (laughs) (laughs) it's very odd yeah I agree I think that they definitely could put a covering over or should have because literally one drop of rain and it's over and the ride takes so long like once the cars sit there for a while it takes so long to get the ride back up because we have to cycle the cars and like I said the cars are a separate in its entity so like if the car is having an issue then we have to go work on that specific car and it just takes forever to come back up so when it comes to the actual ride vehicle Caitlin how car like is it when it comes to tires actually moving and um is it basically 
just on obviously we don't want to ruin the magic here but like is it is it a, is it a track as in like jungle cruise is sort of moved along but it isn't like a boat that you could like paddle along like what sort of vehicle is the car so i'm pretty sure that the car is like it has something to go down into the bus bar like a metal piece i think i think that the tires move i remember you asking me this last time because tires would like fly off of the cars sometimes like that's that's (laughs) happened before so like i i'm pretty sure that the tires do move around the track but it's held on like into the bus bar like grips into it i think Mm -hmm. yeah and you guys have to check the the tire pressure right i've heard of people that works in this attraction that they say that the tire pressures actually have to get checked because they're real tires it's a real i i have no idea i didn't check the tires that would probably be maintenance or something but yeah yeah, i have no idea if the tire i'm sure that it does like caitlin get your get your mechanics gear on you're coming to check the tire pressures today (laughs) i know i know i'll get down and like (laughs) (laughs) it's such an amazing experience getting to say that you worked at test track could you tell us about an experience over there magical experience with yourself anything you want to tell us so okay another one that sticks out to me I think we were probably close for weather because this girl was sitting and talking to me for a long time, like in the load station. It was this little girl and her family. And she was talking about how her family came every year and like visited. And I was like, oh, me too. Like just talking to her about like the whole situation. She's like, well, we're probably going to start going to Universal next year because like I'm too big for Disney. I was like, oh, no, you're not. Like just talking to her. And she had this little like charm bracelet thing. They sell them in the merchandise stores. I'm Mm. pretty sure they're like the like the different princesses and like the metal charms on the bracelet and she gave me this little mickey hat one like off of her bracelet and she's like so you'll always remember me and i just thought it was cute and that was the first thing that came to my mind when i thought about like good experiences at test track that's so cute because we just had so much downtime and so much time to play with the guests especially little kids so and and people like test track for a lot of people is is their favorite ride like mm-hmm. on Disney property altogether? I know that my parents, like when they came to Epcot to visit me while I was on my program, that was the ride they wanted to do because it is a classic um, attraction. But People yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, it's a banger. We have to ask because you had two very funky costumes, okay? They're very polar opposites. What one did you prefer? Okay, I liked the Primeval World one just because there was a shorts option. <laughs> even though it was funky I thought it, I think it's just different to be able to wear something like that first of all like you have all the little buttons that you have to pin on to like wear them on your costume I just thought it was fun to wear something yeah. like that and like the green dinosaur pants you know they got rid of the costume and they sold them at costuming and I like have a pair of them now <laughs> like, no way I so would have yeah. bought some of those oh my god so jealous I also wish that shorts were an option at the Rose and Crown because I would have had a lot more comfortable experience yeah, you not wear shorts? Five. So what's that? Do you not wear shorts? No, they're like three quarters. Are they shorts? No. They're kind of shorts, Bradley. They're not, I wouldn't call those trousers. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to wear, I, I have to wear knee-high socks as well, so it's basically full leg uh, covered. I'm like, yeah, give me some breathing space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, another huge part of the Disney experience is Disney housing, RIP Disney housing, gone but never forgotten. Tell us where you lived on your programs and what your housing experience was like, Caitlin. So I lived in the Commons and I lived in Patterson on my second program. I loved the Commons so much, more than Patterson, because it was just so nice and the laundry room 
right there. And I also lived the first time with my good friend, Morgan, who you guys also um, interviewed. So it was really nice just to live with her and like have a really, really close friend to live with. But then the second time I lived with another friend that ended up being super close to me and like meeting all these new people. So either way, I think it worked out for me. I didn't have a bad experience at all in housing. Like I actually really enjoyed it. And I also wasn't home a lot because I always do something else. So it really didn't matter where I lived. I was just happy to be there, honestly. 100%. That's one of the things about housing. People can make comments on it, but it's a bed. A bed to sleep yeah. in at the end of the day. You're at the parks on your days off. You're having fun. You're at the outlets. You're shopping. You're doing your thing. So like when people like talk about housing maybe in more of a negative way, I'm just like, it's just a bed. Like you don't have yeah. to live there. You have to stay there all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it was not bad. It's fully furnished. I didn't have to pay for that much like they took yeah. it right out of the paycheck it it didn't matter to me so well, for you guys you guys are luckier than kind of us we physically have to buy like duvets covers everything because we can't bring it in cars we've oh, got a, yeah. like there's this thing if you do the like a uk program like if you come on the summer program or the crp there's the dreaded walmart trip it's like a few hour event you're at walmart i loved it i didn't think it was dreaded i loved oh. it i was like i'm in america yes walmart. my card was shaking when it got to the till i was like ah. that's true that's true i was like i could have bought a universal annual pass with this money exactly. i didn't think about that i didn't think about that at all oh my gosh yeah, yeah for us it's like a little bit more expensive but we don't have to buy furniture the rent yeah whatever people might say it's expensive when it's not but comes out of your wages it's super easy like yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. I you yeah, know. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was super just convenient. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. Well, obviously, being a cast member has its perks. You get free park entry, discounts, you have an amazing program. So, what was your highlight of both of your programs? You can give us two if you want. Okay. My highlight, like guest experience or just like just well, anything. for anything that you comes to your mind, like if you went to Mickey's okay. Muscle Scary, you went to the beach, like anything you want to say. My highlight overall of both programs would be just meeting the people that I met because I still talk to them every day I'm sure you guys you guys met on the program right yeah so you guys talk all the time I like I met my best like some of my best friends for my program so just being able to have them in my life like and share those experiences with them and like going down and knowing that like when I visit them and they're still there that things will be the same and like they were on the college program that's just the overall highlight for all of them honestly and one of the biggest reasons I came back because Mm -hmm. I have people down there that I really love and going back to just live with them again was awesome amazing well I mean before we wrap up we obviously have our final question but I just want to check in with whatever's next for you what's happening Caitlin's life at the moment and what's the plan so okay I actually have an exciting news so I graduated from college like I told you guys about at the beginning of this month and I'm actually moving back down to Orlando in a month so July 1st I'm moving back down to Orlando so I'm super excited I can't wait and I'm moving in with my friend from the CP so no way congrats is is Disney on the cards or is it well Disney's in the cards right now application wise but we'll see I don't know I'm open to anything anything just to be in Orlando would be nice so we're saying all the positivity and pixie dust Caitlin and as soon as we can come over we'll be there and we'll visit you let me know let me know you're more than welcome cannot wait well we do have one final question for you to wrap this wonderful podcast episode up Caitlin and we want to know what your deepest darkest Disney confession is all right 
So I've been thinking about this for a long, for like this whole time. I was like, okay, yeah. what am I going to say? I am torn between two. So I'm going to tell you both of them. Oh, I love a double confession. <laughs> the first one is I hate the Nemo show at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I just think it's, it's so boring. It's just so weird to see people <laughs> around with like the puppets. Like you can see them and it just ruins it for me. I just don't like the show. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I just don't. You've like offended Bradley's entire soul. <laughs> you know what that? Uh, yeah, my favorite show on property. <laughs> Actually, who did you? But then, but then. Okay, then that's a good one. That's a good but one. I love how brutal you were. Like, yeah. if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, go straight in. Don't don't go like tiptoeing around. Just say. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I went to it as a kid, and I I just remember sitting on the hard bleacher in there, and I'm like, this is the worst show I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not coming back. And even then, you know how close it is to Primeval World. After work, I get off, and I would ne- I never win again. I have never <laughs> been there. Again. There, I understand at some points. There's that. I, I love the show, but there is one song that I can't not laugh at. They start going, "Where's my dad? I'm all oh. alone." I'm like, <laughs> start laughing. It's so cringe. It's yeah. cringe. I start tear. I've got like a single teardrop down my eye. It's down my You're face. You're crying, and I'm <laughs> Okay, we need to know your second one because okay, that my second one, my second one isn't that intense. It's okay. just a character that I just don't like. I don't like Snow White. And I know people like really love Snow White, but I just don't. I don't like Snow White. I've never liked Snow White. She's either. a bore. She well, the way she talks, I think that's what it is. It's the way she talks. Yeah, it's she very. Might. It's it's very. Uh, there's no. I mean, we're looking at obviously this was the 1930s. We're talking about yeah. here, but but then like look at like Moana for example, and she's like, I'm a badass. I'm gonna like take on Killing the world. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there we go. Double confession, <laughs> and that was a confession. I love it. Absolutely um, love it. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming back. We honestly are so grateful that you want to come chat to us again. And we hope everyone loves this episode because Primeval World and Test Track, two amazing attractions that everybody wants to hear about. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Of course, no worries. And yeah, like I, like Sophie said, we're so glad to have had you back on the podcast. We can't wait for everyone to hear it. But for now, just one more huge thank you to Caitlin, everyone. Woo! Woo! Um, but this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast member thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our podcast follow our Instagram and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other keep spreading the magic everyone and bye for now